0: Nutrafol, baby. <laughs> Home Zen. Are you thinking about selling your home, selling a home, or if you know someone who is, check out HomeZen. That's H-O-M-E-Z-E-N. They help you save $20,000 or more without an agent. This is revolutionary, folks. You can learn more by going to myhomezen.com or call 202-509-0553 we also have to thank dr paul roth at west end plastic surgery he's an amazing plastic surgeon and if you're not down for that no worries they have an incredible staff who does everything from dermaplaning microdermabrasions fabulous facials and then of course if you're feeling like a tummy tuck or a mommy makeover they've got you covered westendplasticsurgery.com book your appointment and tell them hey frage and paul wharton sent you all right all right, mm. all right, all right, all right. yeah all right uh, yeah, here yeah, yeah, we we go. We only have 58 hey, more minutes
1: to go. What's the phrase that you hear? Every day, hey, praise. What's the phrase that you hear? Every day, hey, praise. What's the phrase that you hear? Tune in. Hey. You gotta tune in. Hey. Sarah Fraser on the mic. Is she about to be the <laughs> co-host? With the most ball one looking hey. fleet. Hey. Take it from me. You. you should hey. be listening <laughs> in. <feel a> <laughs> how sleek no are you today? up <laughs> separated from the rest. <laughs> entertaining nonetheless. Many topics to address. Sarah, she's a glamorous, number one hostess. <laughs>
0: Hey. Oh my god. Welcome to the podcast. It's going to be a good one today. <laughs> Paul Wharton, how are you feeling? Hey baby. I hey, love.
1: All right, I did the walk of shame all the way up and through here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did the walk of shame from New York City. I
0: don't believe you, by the way. Paul came in here. You look, first of all, you look amazing. Nothing looks out of place. Paul Thank comes in you. here and he says, Oh my God, I just got, I didn't do no sleep. I'm still drunk. You seem like way too coherent.
1: I'm pretty drunk.
0: You are? For real?
1: Still? <clears throat> I am.
0: Does anyone believe that? I don't believe him.
1: Well, this is the thing, and you all know that I've been on this thing where I haven't been drinking very much. I'm back at the gym. I'm at Equinox. I go every day, sometimes twice a day.
0: Oh, you do? God, that's dedicated. I don't know how people go twice. Yeah.
1: So you know, I went to New York this weekend. I don't
0: even fucking go.
1: Exactly. (laughs) I went to New York this weekend, and my friend was having a party last night, the opening of a new hotel called Public, and he asked me to stay till Tuesday night, so I extended my trip, knowing I had to come back today. So I went straight from the party to the after party to the train to drop my car off which I shouldn't have even been driving to (laughs) here.
0: You are here. I'm we here, We want baby. to hear all about New York City.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, we want to hear about three things. Yeah. I want to follow up with your hair, um, mm. because your hair is pulled back. It looks great. Yes, thank you. But um, did a lot of people email you and text you and, and tweet you about cutting they your do, hair? They have
1: an opinion, so this is great. I mean, it's fine.
0: I want to follow up on that. Yes. And then you went to New York to stay with a guy that you had...
1: <laughs> wait, had you dated... a guy. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bluesy... <laughs>
0: Oh, a good one. Oh, my God. Right, have you heard oh, that I word? can't even talk about being a floozy. I'm the biggest one. After I tell you about Cuba, these guys have seen the pictures. Oh Paul, I am honest to God. Seriously, are you prepared for me? Can I Do have an
1: extra room? I can't. No, I don't. <laughs> you no. liar. No, I you don't. You liar. <laughs> you better not mess with Dan. That, you better not fuck with Dan. I'm telling you. I want you to stay my Cuban damn.
0: boyfriend. My Cuban boyfriend just friended me on Facebook, and this is what he writes. Oh, Jesus. I know. Ernesto writes, mm. hi, Sarah. I'm Ernesto from Cuba. Mm. How are you? Mm. Yeah, okay. Well, that's like the PG that's version.
1: But <laughs> is that it? Oh my God, well, poor Sarah. Like I'm like, okay, so For when Sarah. does he get into his, like, right, big old yeah. Cuban sausage? What, what? Yeah. I mean, that's it. Oh my Hi, God. Sarah. No, now he's you?
0: emailed me. Hold on. Now he's okay. emailed me. Okay. okay. This is Hey, Sarah. Oh, this might be the... this
1: <laughs> What did he say? Hi,
0: Sarah. I'm Ernesto from Cuba. I hope you remember me like me to you. I miss you so much. What? I would like to replay that time that we had together again. right me kidding? Sona Day. I'm assuming that write me s- soon or someday son-e-day.
1: Are you making this I up? I miss you. What did no. you do?
0: Oh my god, nothing. You, you were in just... Cuba
1: for like one day. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> Ernesto <laughs> fell in love. We. So here's the thing. Okay, and I'll, I'll tell you all about my Cuba trip. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I, four days in Cuba, it was insane. Four days. Okay. But I will tell you it. So, so eye-opening because it, it's like time stopped, right? Everything is as though it's in 1950s, okay? A lot of the cars, the buildings, because they never had an improvement.
1: Well, I saw it on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Right,
0: me too, I did too.
1: That's pretty much where I get all of my, you know, history about Cuba.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So that's pretty accurate. But, like, the things that you don't realize until you're there is you think all these old cars are going to be great to, like, ride in what you forget is there's a reason we have car emission tests, you know, and the, you're driving along and it's just like diesel in your face and like black puffs of smoke. Oh, you're like, wow. Oh, my God. It's so, and there's no seatbelts and there's no, I mean, there's nothing like, and like the door is just like this. Old, antique. Oh,
1: my gosh. Are there highways or just little side Mm, roads? There
0: are kinds of highways, but more side roads. Okay,
1: so you're not really going that fast.
0: Right, you're not going that fast. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was telling these guys before you got here, the hardest part was we stayed at this hostel, which turned out to be lovely. It was was a mom and her son. They were really sweet to us. They rolled out the red car. They were so kind. They did our laundry, everything, right? But you can't flush any toilet products at all. So <laughs> So every day and every time you use the restroom there's like a bin. So you just wipe and you put in the bin.
1: I know. Oh I'm never going to Cuba. Are you with me? Oh, that's horrible.
0: Dead serious. Oh. But I mean, I think see this is my question, I wanna call some of the high end <clears throat> hotels because I wonder if you can flush toilet products
1: there. Yes. Is there four seasons?
0: No, there's not a Four Seasons. There's like no. I think the, they were saying there's like a Weston coming, but okay. that's it. That's the only kind of American place. Yeah. But the mojitos were incredible. Okay. The people yeah, were great. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Bring me back to the cup <laughs> I'm, I'm like really having a moment over here. Like, oh. okay. So, oh. do you throw the trash out every time? Kind of like.
0: Well, they would. Um, they would clean. Um. They would kind of clean our room like every other day, mm-hmm. but no, you just have this bin that you essentially are putting stuff. It smells in. horrible. It um, it was it was interesting. I know, oh, I know. It God, was okay. really yeah.
1: What else did you do? Um, but let's anyhow. get to the making out part.
0: So this is the thing about Cuba. Okay, people in this country complain about catcalling. You've seen nothing. The hustle in Cuba. First of all, I was scammed for $200 in cigars from my hostel guy, who I'm so pissed about because I loved the hostel guy. The son? The son, yes.
1: How did he scam you?
0: So Dan had told me he'd (laughs) given me money because he specifically wanted these Romeo y Julietta cigars, right? These fine Cuban cigars. Okay, fine. So he said to me, don't buy these off the street because it's just all scams. You have to go to a reputable store. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, sure, sure, sure. So I tell our hostel guy, I'm like, what's a good reputable cigar store? And he goes, oh, don't go there. You know, my neighbor sells cigars. He works at a tobacco factory outside of Havana. He'll get you what you want for like 100 bucks off. So I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Okay, so $300 in cigars for 200 like kook. Okay, great. I'm in. And he was so sweet, right? They're doing our laundry. They're uh. taking out our poop wipes. Oh. They're, like, doing everything. I'm like, how could this guy screw me, right? right? And then, so he brings me these beautiful cigars, and he's like, I want you to look at them and smell them and oh. look at the wrappers before I seal these so you know they're the real deal. Oh, so shit, do confidence
1: all- game. Uh, Touch them. Smell them. Look at them. And I'm just going to go in here and wrap them up real tight.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And what did you get when you got home? All your sh- so shitty then, fucking <laughs> shitty-ass wipes wrapped up in a box. <laughs>
0: so then I get them home. I'm so proud. I'm like, Dan, you're never going to believe it. Our hostel guy was so sweet. He got me this incredible deal on these Romeo y Julietas. And then Dan opens them, and he starts Googling them. And they were limited edition 2015, and they didn't even make limited edition that year. Oh. Um, Oh. I know. No, it's not even. It's like so embarrassing. I'm so embarrassed. We haven't smoked them. I know. Dan didn't even try and smoke them. Oh yet. my I god. Mean, so I don't know. People were commenting on my social media that they're mm-hmm. probably still Cubans. They're just not Cuban cigars that you think they are.
1: Okay. I'm good with that. You well, were in Cuba. You got the cigars. Hey, they're Cuban cigars. I mean, I, shit.
0: I brought you guys back Monte Cristo cigars because he gave me another deal on a okay. box. Oh, yeah. so How much serious. did you spend on cigars? Like 300 cook, like $300. I bought all you guys' cigars, but then I'm like, should I bring them in? Because I don't know really what they are, so I don't want to give them to you if they're like, right. they're probably, you know... I don't know paper rolled up in like what looks like tobacco leaves. I don't know. Oh my god! So now I don't even have any gifts for you. I was like, oh my god, this is so wonderful, hostel man. I'm gonna give these to everybody that I know. And at the end, see, this is why he, word of God, he wouldn't scam me. He gives me a huge stack of his cards, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, Miss Sarah, please spread the word like about our hostel. Like I would love if you sent people here. And I'm and I'm saying to him, absolutely, I love you and your mom. They had this dog Blanco. Who oh my god, that l- sounds wonderful. Well, she. Was sweet she looked like that creature from never ending story okay and so like i'm thinking they're not going to give me their cards and tell me to recommend them if they scam me but they scammed me
1: they scammed you
0: he's not getting a recommendation no
1: i gotta okay i'm not gonna, I, I, like,
0: I'm not gonna trash the guy because the poor guy is like living for the i mean it cost us 75 uh dollars each for like okay. four nights to stay there okay. so i mean yeah. I'm not going to trash the guy's yeah, business. He's the he's like, you like, shitty
1: Americans, you're, right. you know, taking advantage of me and my mom. But smoke, <laughs> on <ease. laughs> yeah. smoke on ease. Yeah. smoke on ease. Yeah, so. so I want to hear about Ernesto. You know that, right?
0: Okay. So then this is, <laughs> this is, you guys, I don't even know. What is with me, Paul? Do I give off these vibes that I just want to, like, make out with people and I'm so friendly? And, like, do I give off the vibe that I'm single?
1: Well, maybe you do. I don't know. I'm wondering why every place you go, you can you get a man. Like we go, we host these events. You know, she's talking to a guy. Everything is all innocent. And next thing you know, it's like you know she comes back like adjusting her blouse. I'm like, what are you doing? I thought that was an act. You're really a slut. So what happened with Ernesto? So. Everywhere in
0: Cuba, right, you think there's catcalling in America, you haven't seen anything. The mm-hmm. catcalling is insane, right? Everywhere you go, beautiful senorita, come over, all this stuff, right? So the girl's got to be kicked kick out of this. But, like, after a while, it gets so much, I would just start flirting back. So Ernesto is our, is our driver, and he's like, oh, you guys are so beautiful. Like, come into my cab. I'll give you a good deal, drive you out to the beach. I'm like, Ernesto, you hot thing. All right, we want to ride out there, and I want the best deal. Mm. Let's get in your Chevy. Mm. Oh, my God. And that was it. Then he was like, I love you. When are we running away? Is he I'm like, Ernesto, I've got a man. Uh, I don't think he's Do you guys think he's hot? Is he tall? Where are the pictures? But anyway, when he dropped us off... To say goodbye, he really wanted a kiss, like really bad. And he was not shy about going in. So the girls photographed. Yes. They took pictures of this whole process and he planted a huge kit like a huge and then he was trying to like tongue get tongue in there. I go, Ernesto. I said, Ernesto, I can't. I can't.
1: (laughs) I can't. Ernesto.
0: But everybody photographed it and here are the pictures. And I'm like, Mortified. What oh, am I gonna do?
1: Oh my god, let me did you, oh,
0: you tell okay. Did
1: you do a Carrie yes, Bradshaw, is her, Sex in a City? This is uh,
0: Ernesto.
1: Sex in a City 2. That's him? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> no. I said Ernesto. That was You gotta thing for black guys.
0: I do. Oh my god, yes.
1: you know I've said this. Oh my god, he looks so sleazy in this picture. <laughs> oh, Oh my God! You are. Excuse s- me. Are you saying that sitting about sitting the up.
0: Cuban cab drivers? I mean, come on.
1: He's got his finger in your ear. What <laughs> he was, is he going was on? giving me a wet willy. <laughs> oh my God!
0: Ew. <laughs> okay. First oh of all, so I did. So I came home and I thought, you know, okay. I might need to test the waters because these pictures are probably going to circulate. So I probably need to just like say to Dan, like, oh, you know, <laughs> this
1: hey. Looks this looks like. This looks like date rape. I'm sorry. I'm not yes, making I fun. Know. No, this is like, He's he is forcing aggressive. himself on you. What the fuck? I know.
0: Well, I'd had several mojitos, so, you know, that I was I mean, you
1: are laid up against this old-ass, rusty-ass Chevy. I mean, what do you do when I leave you for a couple of days?
0: I mean, honestly, God, I am such trouble. But the problem is because I just need to say no to people. Like, the minute okay. they start in with beautiful senorita, I yeah, need I to know. tell them, fuck you. Right. You know? But it, instead... Yeah. You know, I go, hey hot senor, how much to drive us out? Anyway.
1: Okay. So, so there was my there
0: was my um, Ernesto story. What do you think? I told Dan I was like, you know, hey, I kinda kissed this guy, this cab driver, like kissed me on the lips, but I didn't really like kiss back. Dan I think was it's like,
1: okay. <laughs> I think you probably looked at the pictures. I don't think Dan's too worried about that.
0: I did not show Dan the pictures.
1: Okay. <laughs> Okay, so, well, well let me tell you about my weekend. Right. So,
0: yeah, I'll just say this. Yes. I totally recommend Cuba. People should absolutely go. I would say if you're not willing to rough it, don't stay in the hostel. Okay. Um, but it was beautiful. The beach was beautiful. The mojitos are amazing. The people are so great. And it makes you come back and appreciate this country. You know what it made me do? It made me come back, and it made me go... America is already great. Okay. Like, that slogan of make America great again, it's like, you know what? You want to be reminded mm-hmm. how amazing this country is? Go to other places yeah. where they don't have basic things like great plumbing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this country is so amazing yes. already. I agree. And it just reminded me of that. So I, I love the Cuban I people. I agree. I that's wonderful. Ernesto, I support your taxi cab service. <laughs> and uh,
1: that's now that we've come to the end of the road, um, Ernesto. Do you
0: think I should just unfriend him on Facebook? I
1: think you should unfriend Ernesto. <laughs> me too. Right. I right. can't
0: believe you found me.
1: Wow. I mean, they you're a hot number. Wifi. Guys love you. I don't... I mean, hey, they. you've, I don't got, know you've why. got the thing.
0: I don't know why. Because the girlfriends of the trip were saying, oh my God, we can't date a man. We can't get anybody. And I was like, how do you not get people? Like, I feel like if I just went out on a Friday night and... Do you think it's just friendly? You just have to be outgoing. Maybe?
1: Well, could you hook up in, I mean, not you per se, but could a woman in Cuba, the bars that y'all went to, I mean, were there not hot single guys there? Or are you afraid tons, that if you go home Cuban with someone, men? they're going to like, you know, I don't know. I don't well, want to say, but...
0: I would say they don't have the same boundaries as they do here in America. Okay. Like, we, I mean, like I was saying, like on the street, they will, they are like so aggressive. <laughs> mm-hmm. So aggressive. You're like, okay, really? The cat calls are like a little
1: much. Because Ernesto is a cute name. He'd be like, oh, oh Ernesto. <laughs> Until, you know what I mean? Until you're like pressed up against the wall.
0: Well, you know. exactly. You saw Ernesto in action.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Wow. I'm but glad it you was had a amazing. Time,
0: oh, my God. It was so much fun. We had such a great time. Um, yeah, scamming. Would you go back? I would go back, but I would stay somewhere like a little bit more high-end, I think. Because I think that probably for the Americans that came on guided tours, they probably got... Maybe a little less hustle and a little bit more of like all the great things about Cuba. Okay. But we were sort of out on our own, so it was a, it was a lot of hustle, a lot wow. of hustle, a lot of catcalling. Okay. But you know the mojitos were great. The way of life there is amazing because nobody really has Wi-Fi. They don't mm-hmm. really have cell phones, so you just like enjoy life. That's great. Yeah, it was amazing, and the weather was great. So I think it's fantastic. I would Totally recommend going.
1: Extraordinary adventures. I love it. Yeah. Sarah takes on. <sighs>
0: Takes on, yeah, too much. Takes on, no, boundaries, folks. I need boundaries. Anyway, um, tell us about New York. What was going on?
1: Okay, well, last time I left you, last week, I talked about, unfortunately, how we lost Philip, okay? Yes. His memorial service, I was telling you I was unsure that I was going to go. In fact, I didn't think I was going to go, but I ended up going. Okay. So I I put my flight off a little bit and I went to the memorial service. It was beautiful. My niece my niece spoke just just so eloquently. My dad spoke. My stepmother spoke. It was Mm. wonderful. it, It was joyous. His friends spoke. Everyone was like loving each other and hugging each other. So I got all that love in and then I got on the train. Oh,
0: my God. must have been so sad. Just when young people pass, yeah. like, oh, yeah, it, I don't even know how they're getting through that.
1: It really was. It was sad, but it was actually, like, he, like, he lived it all the way. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he was only here for 21 years, but he, like, he was, like, all in. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Well. right up to that last day. Um, so anyway, it was a good service. His mom's in good spirits, and everybody's healing right now. So I thought that was a. It was okay for me to head off to New York. Sure. I had a booty call waiting. Yeah. Good. You know, for it. I mean, you know, I needed to be caressed too. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I got on a train and I got to New York. So this is the thing. You know, I'm a Sex in the City person. You love the show. I love the show.
0: So you watch that and The Sopranos. I do. Okay.
1: Right. That's why I'm so aggressive. By the way, (laughs)
0: you'll remember this scene. But yeah. I will say one more thing about Cuba. The food was, yeah. like, hit or miss, kind of a little bland. Uh-huh. And so the girls were actually making fun of me that I was kind of like that Soprano scene when they go to Italy. And they were like, where's the chicken palm? <laughs> right, right. Like, where's the, I was kind right, of like, exactly. honestly, I am. I kind of came back, and I want to start a blog, yeah. thatamerican.com and, like, give you all the places where you can get American <laughs> stuff. Because I kind of like was, guys, where's, like, the cheeseburger? Like, right. you can't get a cheeseburger. You can't get a piece of pizza in Cuba. And they were like, you are literally that scene from The Sopranos.
1: Oh, I where's love it. Where's parmesan? the chicken palm? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I think it's fantastic. (laughs) So, you know what I realized? Do you remember early on in Sex and the City when Carrie had a booty call? Okay. And she ended up going on a date with the the booty call guy. Do y'all remember that? Okay, so... (laughs) All the interns are like, yes, yes. Right. So, I realized this guy that I used to see back in the day, we never really dated, because you know I had Michael. But we were like a long term booty call. Okay. Do you know? Yep. And... So this is really one of the first times we've ever been on a date. So I got there late at night, of course. That was great, you know, because we knew what was going, and we fell right into place like the old days.
0: A total, okay, like an old
1: shoe. Like an old shoe in the morning light, you got to talk about shit. You know, it's kind of right. like, you know, wh- wh- what do you like? I mean, you know, how old are you? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, how many years, okay, right. how old you know? It's like, what do you do for a living? I never did know. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Right. So, you know, and at a certain point I was like, okay, maybe we should like have coffee together and then go our own way. Cause I was a little worried, like, what am I going to talk to this stranger about? Like this stranger that I've known for years. a long time. Yeah. I mean, I knew him at that, time for like six years in a row and it's been eight years since i've seen him that's amazing isn't that something
0: yeah that's amazing that you can that you pick it up like where you know sort of ended and i don't know if i know anyone so
1: liquid courage okay so things were a little bit shaky until we went to happy hour we started drinking and we started talking we had a good time anyway so we go to dinner at this place that is All hype, okay? It's one of these New York places. It's called, I'll just say the name. It's called Omar's.
0: Omar's, okay. okay. it's a
1: private, it's a members-only, like, club, restaurant. It's a restaurant, bar, lounge, and 50 Cent goes and Jay-Z goes and all this kind of stuff. Okay, Okay. so we go, my friend gets us a reservation that's a member. We go for 9 o'clock dinner. We get there at 8.50. We go down to this fabulous place on the corner of Fifth Avenue and, um, uh, 9th street on the corner called Claudette's we have a beautiful margarita it's amazing and it was interesting the woman that uh, I ran into a woman at Equinox the next day. she said we were at Claudette's last night and we hit it off and she's like a film producer she gave me her card she's like I'd love to like talk to you and yeah it's really cool oh my she was God. sitting at the bar at Claudette's hm, the things that happen in New York <laughs> So we go down to we Omar's. We don't expect
0: anything less from you Do you know anyway. what I mean? Yeah, you know every celebrity, every Oh, God, person.
1: please. So we go to Omar's, and it's like, okay, I'm expecting, like, oh, my God, this is going to be one of these New York nights. Oh, this is going to be so amazing, and I'm going to have so many. Look, I sat down <laughs> at the table at five minutes to nine. Yeah? The motherfucking food didn't come till 10, 4. I was such an asshole. Look.
0: Well, I don't blame you. That's like an incredible amount of time for his service. Well,
1: let me tell you about this guy. So me and the guy end up getting into a riff at dinner. We almost, he was, you know, I was staying in his hotel room because he invited me. So we got into this thing at dinner, and he was like, well, you know... Where you basically he was trying to say where you think you staying I said no. I, where you think you staying Like my shits in that hotel room. You can get another hotel room. Oh, I'm staying in that hotel. So what happened was the guy yeah, was. how that com- go south? Well, he was complaining to me the whole time about how long it was taking. Yeah, I was drinking my drinks, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I guess it has been quite a long time. So he's complaining, and then the guy would come over and he goes and he looks at the guy and he's like, oh, wonderful, it's great, we're having a great time. And then the guy walks away and he's like, if this was any other place, I would have walked out of here. and I can't believe you're you're, you're, you kidnapped my knight. Nah, nah, nah. He's like, going on. So finally, I've heard enough. So I go off, you know, because you know what's in me. So I'm like, hey, you know what? Oh, my God. This is taking fucking too long. So I'm just like, look, if there's not enough drinks. You can't even buy me this enough This is at to, Omar's, the private This is at club. Omar's. So then. Do you
0: think your picture's now on the wall?
1: Right. Like, We've do not come let come this in. motherfucker in. <laughs> So the, so finally the food guy, But so the guy walks away after I've complained. And then he says to me, he's like, you know, whatever this thing you're doing right now, just cut it out. He was like, you need to relax. I said, what? What? You're the motherfucker that's complaining. I'm having a good old time. You know, we have nothing to talk about. I swear, we sat there like the people I talk about in restaurants. There are two tables over and they sit there the whole time. They don't have anything to say. We didn't have anything to say to each other the
0: whole oh, time I hate that too with somebody that you initially think that you're going to be like have chemistry with and you talk for like the first hour and then after that you're like you got nothing Yeah. can I tell I you,
1: you what fun. I did during that date you hopefully googled, found a new date no I googled conversation starters I did not know what the, I googled first date conversation starters. what oh, the sweet. fuck am I going to talk to this guy about like don't good. I didn't know what to say.
0: What came up, by the way? I've never even Googled that. When you Google
1: conversation starters. Well, I, he was just like looking at me like, well, why are you on your phone? I'm like, well, because you're not saying shit to me.
0: Because <laughs> I need something to talk well, about. Well, so
1: to make a long story short, um, the dinner, it took a long time. It ended up being fine. I mean, Omar bought our dinner, which was nice of oh, him. Oh, that was good. Um, at least the entrees. And uh, we got out of there, and I just said, look, we haven't said two words to each other the whole night. and..." I am not having this be the defining moment of my weekend. I need to have some fun. So when you want to have fun, what do you do? You go to a place called the Cock. So we went to the Cock.
0: <laughs> Where do you the, find these places? The
1: Cock is like a bar in the East Village, and it's like, it's naughty, naughty, naughty. I mean, you go, oh yeah, it's naughty.
0: So wait, is this mostly gay men, or can like... It's mostly gay men. You've okay. me about this bar before. The Cock? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's Irene, by the way. She's- okay.
1: Uh, Yeah, she's screaming out like we like we in my living room. (laughs) Bitch, we don't a (laughs) park. Yeah.
0: Actually, we should we should actually start this role. Like if somebody wants to say something, we should have you on the mic. So then people can hear it. Oh, but
1: then I have to get up. Yeah. Oh, you know, and she's still talking. I mean (laughs) So we go to the cock, you know, we walk in there, and we had one of these like fifty shades of gray moments. Because you go to the cock and and you know, there's a bar in the front and then in the back. I don't know what's going on.
0: Ooh like figures. to play,
1: it's some no. Well, no, it's like people. I don't know what they do. <laughs> they're doing something they're not supposed to be doing.
0: I'd be you back there. You definitely
1: know that. So Excuse you go me. back there, and it's like heavy breathing and all this kind of stuff. So we, so we just, you know, we just made out a bit. It, it got our night started.
0: Oh my god, we had a great time. I love it. we ended never having a wonderful <laughs> I'm time. I'm googling, by the way, first date conversation or first date starters. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's what they suggest: if you could hop on a plane right now, where would you go? You think that oh, would have helped? No. What are you most passionate about?
1: Oh Jesus, I don't care. That's What,
0: a- <laughs> <laughs> what sort of things make you laugh out loud? Uh, no, not down for any of those. Those are really bad. I oh can't my God, get if you—that's that, good call. If you have to grab, if you have to come up with those, yeah, I don't yeah. blame you. You're so good to be out. <laughs> um, we no, wait. Do you have? To, I was going to say I, I want to talk about so many pop culture stories. Let's that I, talk about some stuff. Um, but we have to remind you this Sunday, yeah. Wolf Trap. Come see us.
1: The B-52s.
0: Uh, we're doing a pre-party right before them. Um, it's from 6:30 until 8 o'clock when the B52s go on. It is uh, wine and beer tasting, mm-hmm. free appetizers. You're getting a swag bag. All you got to do is wolftrap.org. That's You'll right. see all their summer concert series. But you want to click on and buy B52s, and there'll be something right there that says "Hey phrase with Paul Wharton Podcast." Yes. Click on that, and you can buy your pre-party tickets. So and for we, $45, mm-hmm. the whole kick caboodle.
1: We're gonna show you a good time.
0: Oh my God, we're gonna have so much
1: fun. We are gonna have. So much fun!
0: I can't wait to have some cocktails. I'm it's ready. Be great. I'm like I'm going through detox myself from all the the mojitos were so amazing okay. in Cuba. Yeah. Because don't you the, the thing too? Don't you discover when you go to other places like a mojito is not really supposed to be sweet? Mm. I didn't know this. But like in Cuba, they really don't want to put sugar in. They only put sugar in for Americans. It's supposed to be a lot of lime juice, okay? Club soda, rum, really good rum, and then just like a little just s- a little sugar. sugar. But you really get the mint and nice. Yeah. Oh my god. It was so so good. So oh, I'm I love scratching it. Scratching my. Um, I see. There's sunburn. a lot going
1: on there. <laughs> yeah. But I do want to also talk so about wolf-trap. one thing. Wolftrap.org. Wolftrap.org. It's going to be we'll so Sunday. much fun. Yeah. You know, my weekend wasn't just the sex. You know, it was also. Oh, what else happened? Well, you know, I got with a few. I realized how many great friends I have in New York.
0: Aww. It
1: kind of made me sad, like to think about, because I think. I think at this stage in my life, you know, I am such a D.C. person, and I'm going to live here, I'm going to stay here.
0: Do you think, see, I don't know. You know? Well, because you travel a lot. I feel like you enjoy, mm-hmm. since I've known you, you enjoy coming back, but you enjoy leaving. And so I just wonder at what point, I don't I know. I do, do, but you I don't maybe... know that I
1: want to I don't want, first of all, New York is dirty to me. I'm sorry. Man. It smells like piss everywhere I go. I'm like that person that's like complaining. It smells like urine! You know, people are like, why are you saying that every block smells like urine? It does. It smells like, like your bathroom in Cuba. Those fucking shit rags. You know, I'm just like, I don't want to smell it all the time. And I love that about D.C. You can walk down the street. It's clean here.
0: It is super clean. I will say that. I mean, that's the thing. I, I was telling these guys, like, it's so clean here and so sanitized that you do get off the plane and you're like, oh my god, I could kiss the ground. Yeah. Like it's so yeah, it's yeah, super and clean. in other places. But so I don't I, know, I kinda see you in New York. Like I feel like you're gonna get a rich boyfriend that lives in New York and then you're gonna be like, adios, you know, I'll phone in.
1: No, I hey, I mean <laughs> yes. yeah, I'd buy you all. <laughs> you know like, what? Let I'm me gonna write you a check for your troubles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: You should be like, uh, okay, well uh, next week is my last weekend. Here's a check. Right. Why don't you take care of Dr. Paul Roth. Bye. Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> so no, but I do wanna just give props to my girlfriends. I have Two, uh, where there's two friends. Well, of course, there's Sidra. You know, this is
0: my, yeah. That you've said she's like your she's my really bestie. close, yeah. Yeah,
1: um, and then I have Rebecca, who I met when I was about I don't know about 20 years old in New York City at a cafeteria in Chelsea, and she was bartending, and we've been friends all these years. And I talked about her on my Lovely. Instagram. Did you see that?
0: I think I did. I want to say did, but anyway. Yeah,
1: I basically said, it was a picture of she and I, we went out to lunch, and I said, you know, your real friends really believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. Because the deal with Rebecca is, I was working on the Ricky Lake show, the original Ricky Lake show. I used to do makeovers and teach people how to get dates and find them, shit like that. (laughs) And I didn't have an apartment. I was, like, apartmentless. I don't know how that happened. Like, I had moved out, but I don't know what happened. I just didn't have an apartment, okay? So I was couch surfing, and they used to send a limousine to pick me up from my friend's house, and I was crashing on her couch. And it was Rebecca, and she used to get up in the morning and make me breakfast and, like, send me off to work, and she was, like, so proud of me and all that kind of stuff, even though I was crashing on her couch. So she never made me feel bad, and all these many years later, we're still friends and she, oh, we're just always celebrating each other. So I that love was fabulous. That. Yeah, so you got to wonderful.
0: hang out to, with both of them. I got to hang out
1: with her, and I got to hang out with, of course, with Sidra, and I got to hang out with Jemma who's another friend of mine who I've known since I was 19 years old.
0: Does Sidra live in New York anyway? She does. Okay, well, this is, so you were just telling us this before we went live, and yeah. I've been dying to know your okay. opinion, because I love, one of the things I love most about this podcast is we have such a diverse audience, mm-hmm. um, and I always feel like I want to talk about so many more race topics and culture okay. topics, but the big thing, of course, that everyone's been talking about is Bill Maher, the HBO talk show host and comedian, mm-hmm. who... Who used the N-word, mm-hmm. and there was so much backlash, Chance the Rapper tweeted at HBO to never air him again. And by the way, they are going to air him, so he's going to tape a new episode of Bill Maher this Friday. Sure. So he continues. But I just wanted to know, because I don't think you and I have ever had this conversation, how do you feel about white people using the N-word?
1: I'm typically annoyed with anyone that uses the N word, anyway. You know what I mean? I mean, I just—it's just—I feel like it's past its prime, even within the Black community. Yeah. I'm just not really a fan. However, I do have one friend, and that's all she calls me. <laughs> like, she does. That's all she calls me. She—I answer the phone. She says "N," you know, with an A on the end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No. No. Like, no I know. That's it. like, N whenever she texts me in, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, and it doesn't offend me because it's coming from her. See, I'm just not that easily offended. So I kind of hate when you have these mainstream songs and you have you know the N-word being used in the song, and I feel like if if my niece can sing the song and say "In," then why can't her white friend sing the song and say in?" I mean, see, I'm the wrong person to ask if you want me to be offended. I'm, I'm just not.
0: You're just not offended. So you wouldn't mind. So uh, we're, you and I are driving down the street. We're listening to a Jay-Z song, and it's the I N-word. would put your
1: ass out the car. <laughs> <What? Okay. laughs> I said my niece, I can't hit a kid. I will smack that shit out of you, Sarah Frazier. Right, okay. <laughs> you so, grown. You so. too damn grown for that, and you know better.
0: Okay, so kids, it's okay if they're black, white, Asian, if they're using the end Yeah. But then once you get to be an adult, why? Smack
1: the hell out of them. No, what I'm saying is it's just I I don't like how, See, you know, I, I've heard kids, like, you know, um, singing the songs. And then the white kids have to, like, go, hmm, you know, during that part. And I just think it's kind of weird that, you know, your friend can say it, but you can't. I
0: don't. I hate that word okay. so much. First of all, is it me? Is it, I don't even really, I shouldn't even have really a dog in this fight. But I actually... Just, Dis- I dislike the N word so much. I don't like it when, I hate when black people use it actually. Mm-hmm. And then I, I can't even imagine a white person. I mean, I truly think there are limits to comedy, which I know is like always the ongoing debate about yeah. comedy. Is like, and here's the thing. Maybe I'm a hypocrite, but with Kathy Griffin's like head of Donald Trump, right? Yeah. Did I think it was distasteful? Yeah, but did I think that she deserved all that backlash? Not really, because I think nobody really. Th- Thinks that she's going to murder Donald Trump. Was it gross to look at? Sure, but
1: when, I wasn't even that grossed out. I'm sorry, it, I, it didn't, didn't affect me one way or the like, other. Like, I was care. like, oh, okay, she's got a head.
0: I mean, but, but it maybe was, that's because we're liberals. I don't know. Like, do you think if we were, I'm trying to think of like yeah. uh, a liberal. I don't know if they were like mutilating Hillary Clinton's vagina or something. Would I be upset? Maybe. Ooh, why do we... See, I don't think I went out there. That's a problem. I don't get easily offended either, but it's yeah. something about the N word. I never, ever, ever think that there is any context ever that a white person should be using it.
1: I really and, don't... I, agree, and I, I do agree with that. And a lot of yeah. people don't like the fact because I saw Bevy, who's a good friend of mine. I saw her tweet that just because Bill Maher, um, you know, eh, likes black women. Right, right. Uh, that I doesn't his... mean that he, you know, can appropriate and say these and say the words. And actually, Bill Maher used to date Sidra. That was her boyfriend.
0: <laughs> I'm into... So, wait, what was he like to date? What was Bill Maher like to date?
1: Does Sidra. What... Yeah, she, um, you know, she said he was a lot of fun. You know, yeah, he's an atheist. I'm sure. He's an atheist. Do you know that?
0: Yeah, um. I think I did know that. I don't actually watch a show. I watch John Oliver's show, okay. but I don't. So
1: she doesn't. He doesn't believe in God At all. or he doesn't believe in the afterlife. He didn't like. So he's here. So he's doing what he's doing while he's here. And it was she dated him during a really interesting time, like when he was just getting started and when he just got money. Oh, Do you know what I mean?
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So like, and she. I remember her telling me like. <laughs> He lived in like a regular apartment and then he bought like a big old mansion in like Brentwood or Bel Air. I think Bel Air or something like that. And he just, yeah. So, no, but she had only good things to say about him. But in terms of him being like so, so deep or so, so loving, like he wasn't that. He was a good time.
0: I could see that. You know. I don't know. I just think it's totally hypocritical that Kathy Griffin, like, had, you know, just like is completely destroyed and Anderson Cooper won't stand by her and she's lost every gig. And then Bill Maher uses a word that, like, originated in so much hate. Like, I just don't mm-hmm. even see how it's appropriate. I can understand. How ironic!
1: But is Kathy Griffin really ruined or was she just having a total she... meltdown and a total moment? And I was like, shut the fuck up, Kathy Griffin. I mean, shut up. You've been taking everybody's fucking jobs, selling out. You, you live next to Kim Kardashian. That's you're tricky. rich as shit. Sit the fuck down. If you want somebody else to have an opportunity to come behind you, oh, I'm so ruined. Okay. Well, you're doing okay. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just kind of like if you say you're ruined, then maybe you will, if you feel that, then maybe, you know, you're Ruined, but I don't think that that was going to end her career.
0: I just, I don't think it ends her career either. I just think that it's, we're in this slippery slope of like, okay, if one person fucks up you know, then everybody fucks up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, if if one person is going to lose a show, then everyone's got to lose a show when they do this. Or we go, you know what? We're a tolerant society, and fine, if you want to, you know, as long as you're not tweeting that you are going to come to Donald Trump's house and murder him, yeah. then it's fine. I just, I, I don't know. I think the Bill Maher thing is, I, I find it, I just, I don't know. I, well, I don't like when people use that word. I think it just is so embedded in hate. And I can understand more how the black community uses it as more of an empowering thing or a take back control of that word. But still, I don't know, you read history and you're like, God, it's just such an awful word.
1: Yeah, maybe it's time to move on from that. I mean, I agree with you completely. But the other thing I wanna talk about is, <laughs> since when does everybody, why is about trying to get everybody fired from their damn jobs? I don't know, thank you. What is that about?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you. That's the thing. It's like if we're gonna go after everybody and try and get everyone fired, then everyone's gonna get fired that you go after. You can't like pick and choose. I don't see why Bill Maher's not getting fired if Kathy Griffin did. Well,
1: you want them to be interesting. You want them to be candid. You want them to, yeah. you know, speak from the heart and all this. And then when they do, you want to fire them from their damn job. It's just like I don't know. I like edgy people, and I like to know where people are coming from. So. Don't fire the man. I mean, he doesn't deserve to be fired.
0: Well, you're, he's not, so you're all set there. Yeah. Uh, gynecologists are warning women, do not put wasps' nests in your vaginas. They're saying that it is not a trend. Um, <laughs> What's
1: going on? I mean, <laughs> Wait. <laughs>
0: I like that the one guy is like here, that he's laughing. Gynos are saying that now the new trend, thanks to people like Gwyneth Paltrow, is women are doing all these cleanses, jade eggs, steaming, herbal tampons, whatever it might be, the internet's favorite gyno thing. They're putting it in there to like cleanse the hoo-ha. But they're saying, do not put up ground wasp's nests in there. It's Hmm. not good for you. Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. Is that something that Gwyneth said yeah. that she did?
0: Um, no, she hasn't. But they're saying that it's an online trend that's popping up um, with a lot of health and herbalist websites. And it's supposed to tighten your hoo-ha without doing those like, um, you know, putting those like binoa balls up there and
1: okay. doing
0: the Kegels thing. Would you ever
1: do that? Do you do the exercises? Yeah.
0: No, I don't think I really need to at this point. Because I think it's more you got to do it after you have a kid. Like, okay. that really stretches things out. Okay. But, um, no, I'm a huge dick tease, So I don't, Ooh. like, as much as I, like, you know, lots of people get their wangs out, but then I just leave. Okay. You know? So I usually leave at the part of penetration. <laughs> I'm like, oh, deuces, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> this could be why I attract Ernestos. <laughs>
1: you're right. No, I get it. I get it completely.
0: Paul, is it getting to the point that you're willing to pay for Instagram likes from a vending machine? No. Nope.
1: (laughs) I'm not doing that.
0: Uh, There's a new vending machine that could be coming to the United States. The vending machine um, will actually let you purchase Instagram likes to boost your self-esteem instantly. These are happening in Moscow. Um, but for just a dollar, essentially, you can get around 100 fake Instagram likes instantly when you upload a brand new picture of yourself through your iPhone onto the machine, and it will instantly give you um, likes. In fact, for $850, you can buy yourself 150 followers right there at the new Instagram page.
1: $850? Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot.
0: for 150,000 followers? Oh, 150,000. God,
1: that's a lot. Well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, you see these people and they're not, (laughs) they're like normal people and they have like a million followers and like three likes on a fucking picture. It's just like, (laughs) bitch, you bought those followers. And then you go on the followers and it's like, you know, they're all private and they're like the little emojis and the, you know, it's just, I mean, I'd rather just build it organically. I, Which is what I've done.
0: No, I totally agree yeah. with you because it's so funny. And my question is, so how many Instagram followers are actually then activated to like like you? You know what I'm saying? So at any given time. So if you have 20,000 followers, it seems like that only equates to about... 800 to 1,000 likes per photo. It's like 1 20th of your audience is actually engaged. I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyhow, the, um, they're hoping these vending machines in Moscow will come to the United States. It also will take your selfie right there at the vending machine, um, upload that, and then you can instantly purchase likes. This sounds awesome.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <Are you laughs> Who's got this kind that? of time?
0: Right. <laughs> How about this, Paul? Would you reverse death? So doctors are saying that they're getting very close to being able to reverse death in patients. What? Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Trials are starting this week where they're going to reawaken the dead. What? Yeah. So here's a, this is like super this is tragic. Not happen.
1: There's nothing in there.
0: No, get this. Get this. So they're saying this is the first attempt to bring people back to life. So you have a massive accident. You're brain dead. They're going to immediately take you to the hospital, and now they start re-injecting you with stem cells that will essentially stimulate the brain. So once the brain kicks in, mm-hmm. then it starts, like, functioning on its own again. This process could take up to two weeks. So when people are in comas and declare technically, like, vegetables, so, oh, hey, yeah. we can keep them alive through a ventilator, no more. They're going to start this whole... um Reversing the death
1: Hell yeah. procedure,
0: will they inject you with your own stem cells that could bring you back to life?
1: I think it's fantastic.
0: Um, they'll harvest the stem cells from the patient immediately when they come into the hospital from their own blood and inject them back into their body. I they think it's great. Then inject pepti- peptides into the patient's spinal cord. Fifteen days of laser and median nerve stimulation, while monitoring the patient using an MRI scan, is showing that they can bring people back to the dead from the dead and then like function. Do you have to Would be rich be to get crazy? this? I'm sure you're going to have, do you think, I mean, I would imagine. Where are the trials for this? Here, in the United States. It started in Latin America, but it's been cleared in Latin America, and now they're doing the first human um, testing in Philadelphia.
1: Like, What's it called? I want they're that. You're testing
0: like brain dead patients. So oh, wait. You come in.
1: Wait, I want that. <laughs> no,
0: no, you don't. It's Like they're testing patients that come in, and they're in serious accidents or whatever, and they go, "Okay, look, it looks like this person's brain dead." And then they'll go, "Hey, do you want to be a part of this trial?" And they inject them with the stem cells and see if they can bring them back to life. Of
1: course, who wouldn't want that for their loved ones?
0: How this is going to be the worst shit, though, right? This is going to happen, and then like you'll be resurrected from the dead, and then Blue Cross Blue Shield will go, "Oh, hey, we don't cover that." Right. And it'll be like three million dollars. So right. Be like, Fuck! I should have just died.
1: Well, I'm like, going to tell am you, I ever
0: going to pay this off? Like you know. <laughs> (laughs) What I'm saying, because they always have to treat you when you come in, and then like your insurance writes you like three days later. Oh, you've been dropped, by the way. Yeah. Okay, great.
1: I was at a wedding last week, and I sat next to a guy, and and when I sat down, this woman on the other side like pulls me over and whispers in my ear. He was in a coma, and when he woke up, he is now a British aristocrat. And I'm like, huh, what? (laughs) You know, I'm like, what are you saying? You
0: met somebody that really has that? That's amazing.
1: So, yeah. So everybody's (laughs) getting their plates at the dinner, and he's like, and I go go to, like, poke my my chicken, and he's like, oh, excuse me, sir. Everyone hasn't been served. You know, and he's like, you know, with his napkin and arranging all his fucking glasses and all his shit, I'm fucking hungry. You know what I mean? I had just come in from London. It was that same night. I'm like, oh, my God. So then, like everybody's sitting there because he's like being the you know aristocratic police, and and then the guy finally gets his meal and he looks at it and he sends it back and I'm like, hey. so I go to poke my chicken again and he says, sir, everyone has been served. I said, you know what? He's in his food bag. I'm sorry, <laughs> like I, I'm eating my fucking chicken.
0: Oh my god. He- from a coma and then believes now he's an aristocrat
1: a British yeah, aristocrat
0: did he have yeah. a British accent before or he's American he's American oh my god he's from New Jersey and he thinks he's a British okay yeah. that's my favorite that's my favorite yeah when people like are literally from like the Midwest and then they all of a sudden he was
1: telling speak. me how long he's been out of work but he was like doing it in such a posh accent I was like well I mean when you it like that it doesn't sound so bad <laughs> He was like, are you That's are epic. You gay? I'm getting a gay vibe. And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, I am too. I was like, mm, you don't say. <laughs> I was like, I hope this is not going where you think it's going. Because do not fucking ask me on a date. <laughs> like, I know.
0: That would be amazing. We yeah. to get this guy. Like, I wonder if he's psychic, too. We should get him on the show.
1: Yeah. Hey, yeah.
0: it's Tom, the British aristocrat <laughs> from New Jersey.
1: It was so crazy. So, yeah, I mean, you know.
0: Have you ever had a sex dream about a coworker, and then you it becomes awkward to look at them? Mm, had
1: I'm problem? sure I have, but I don't remember.
0: I've had a sex dream about a uh, co-worker. I know and which it's one. So weird now. Oh my it's just so weird. Like, does that ever has that ever happened to you? And then you go into work like the next couple of days, and they're like trying is to it, be serious, you're looking him in the eye. And is you're, like, it the I, one I that was, like, just cut sex his hair
1: in my dream? <laughs> oh, no. oh, with somebody else? Is it Tucker? <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's actually a woman. Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, you buried the lead on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on. Okay, let's move on. That just <laughs> killed...
1: It
0: was just so uncomfortable. I don't know. Was that just weird? It was so uncomfortable. Speaking
1: of dying... I was
0: like, should I say something to this person? Or is that sexual harassment?
1: Don't say anything. Okay. Don't. Let's just move, move on. on. Speaking of dying, oh. I had this vision over the weekend. <gasps> Not that I died or anything.
0: Oh, my God. Is it someone else's death? No. Okay.
1: Nobody actually died. But, what? you know, I was thinking... If something happened to me and I was in the hospital, suppose I was like a vegetable or something. Yeah. I don't want a whole bunch of bitches that I don't know coming in there, looming over my body, holding my fucking hand, and they weren't around during my life. Do you know what I mean? Because I find, I see these people that, you know, they're always talking about, oh, I'm going to the hospital to see this person. They're, they're like holding bedside vigil, but in life, they weren't really around that person. They weren't there for them. Oh,
0: yeah. I feel like that happens a lot.
1: And they're addicted to, like, you know, so, oh, like being, oh, I'm such a good friend because I go to the hospital every day. You know what? I'm putting together a list in my living will that says all the people that are allowed to come see me. Like, oh, that's a good idea. If they're working on me and you are you might try to bring me back or something like that, okay, give me a minute to, like, get yeah, myself we're together. Yeah, are doing stem cells on you. If not, I'm out. You know what I mean? Like, if not, if it's going another way, I'm out. But I do not want to be, like, a circus. I don't want people in there, like, holding my hand. And, and there's one in particular mm-hmm. Oh, Can I show you? Yeah. Okay, well, well. there's one person that I just, I know that she'll be, like, breathing over me and, like, you know, talking and you're about. And you don't want her. I don't want that bitch in my, in my hospital room. Okay, i You sorry. better
0: give us that list, all right? We'll keep it. I'll give it to um, you. More millennials, do you believe this? So more millennials, specifically women, are staying in bad relationships or relationships they don't want to be in because they can't afford rent on their own. Okay. Do you believe it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, this was a vice story. I thought this was really sad. But they're saying that um, in some cases, 25% of millennials, men and women, they polled about 2,040 people. 28% surveyed say that they were currently in a relationship that they admitted was more for financial security than it was about actually being Damn. attracted to the partner. Oof. Yeah, that sucks.
1: That happens a lot in New York. I can't imagine. Real estate relationships.
0: Yeah. Um and, of course, you know, most of them said, look, the relationship was fine, but they didn't think that they would end up with this person as a partner. However, because um, it's so hard for millennials to get good-paying jobs, they're willing to stay there. And a lot of them don't want to sleep on people's sofas or feel like they're squatting, so they're going to stick it out for a while longer. Hmm. I just think that sucks when you're in a, you're, you know, your living situation. I don't know about you. I mean, I live most of my life at home. You know, i just like, I go to bed basically eight. From 8 to 8, you know, and basically, like, in bed. So I can't imagine being, like, on (laughs) something. Not that bad, but, you know. Wow. I would say 9 to, like, 6 a.m.
1: Do you masturbate with your partner in the bed? (laughs) I'm just wondering, because, you know, I haven't really lived with anybody, like... So, uh, no. No. no like he's, if he's you,
0: there, I have sex with him. Oh right. right. Okay. Oh,
1: there's that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You don't mind about jerk off, do you? <laughs> it's gotta kind of run through that. You know. What I mean? Okay. So you don't do that. No. Okay. I have
0: to ask him if he does. But no. If he's there, I'm like, okay. We need. To, why aren't we having sex? We need. Interesting. To okay. Right
1: good. Now, you know. uh, sorry. Passing thought. I just. <laughs> you know. I just wondered because sometimes the other one's not into it, and you just want to do your thing. I'm
0: trying to think if that's ever happened to me. I'm sure it has. I'm
1: sure. Yeah. And it's kind of hot. It gets them going. Yeah. Right.
0: I'm, works for me. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's
1: what? so funny. All my girlfriends are like, oh, masturbate? What? I'm like,
0: mm. Oh, get out. Are you, sitting, are you Well, they, they don't admit it? Who doesn't? I don't know. I mean, doesn't everyone own a vibrator? I actually do know a couple of girlfriends in their mid-30s who don't own vibrators. I'm mm-hmm. like, what are you waiting for? Like, that should be the first thing you get. Hmm. Why are you? Like, that's crazy.
1: We don't need all that. I mean, it's just <laughs> no. like that shit is down to a science. I will start the shower war. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this shit nice and steamy because, you know, it's a whole ritual. I'll, like, put a mask on my face. I'm like, okay, I got two minutes. You know, I'm like, uh, www. I just hit .p and Pornhub comes up. I just hit It's either Paul Wharton style or Born Up. (laughs) P-A or P-O. Like, you know, those are my two websites. Yeah. Okay. And I hit my, it knows my favorites. I hit it. Shower water's going. I hit it. I pop it. I, you know, soap it up and rinse it down. And I'm on my way, you know, and then I'm here. <laughs>
0: and then I'm here. Oh, my God. Well, that will be our check-in next time. <laughs> right. Did you do your uh, daily ritual right. or what? Right, Oh, my God. I love that. Um, so, you know, there are a couple of straight men that listen to this show, just like a few. Okay. Um, so, have you heard about this boot camp now that straight men are paying for $10,000 to go back and find their primal nature? I have. It includes men punching each other in the face. Okay. And then also... This is like, it's crazy. It's called Warrior Week, and it's an intensive program for male executives from tech finance and other high-pressured industries to learn the hidden science of accessing nearly unlimited sex, power, and money as a married businessman. And according to the program, they'll shell out $10,000. They'll be thrown off a boat into the Pacific Ocean while blindfolded, dunked into a tank of ice water, and visiting a cemetery where the men are told they will die in 20 minutes and must write Goodbye letters to their loved ones. Mm. Also, one of the first things when you show up, they ask each other, "Okay, have you ever been punched in the face by another guy?" Does hmm. this sound homoerotic to you?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> it's interesting that you bring that up because I once did beat the hell out of a guy. Oh, oh, did, he Wait, was into this? it. Did I Really? About the guy that was into How many the SNL. Have you been yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Oh, I okay. told you about that. Thank God, God I... for
0: Irene. She keeps track of us, our stories. Uh, yeah. Like, Wait, did
1: we? Because he bought my friend a car, and I thought I would get something good. Yeah, and I didn't get shit. So I was, I would beat the hell. You know, I thought I was gonna get something. Yeah, I put a ball gag. I did the whole thing. So I'll take that- your ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get back. My number is two zero two five five five. Call me. You got $10,000. i will 10, smack the shit out of you. It's
0: amazing of the Call problems. you piece
1: of shit. Throw you off my boat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can do all that.
0: All that. Yeah. Do we think that Bill Cosby, do you really think Bill Cosby is going to go to jail, by the way, for uh, sexually assaulting and drugging these women? I
1: don't, I don't think. You don't I, think he will? I, I don't think he will. Uh, I mean, I don't think he'll make it to jail. Do you know what I mean? Like I mean I think that he, at what, this stage like I mean his whole family has you, you saw Keisha Nightpolium Rudy was, was showed Rudy up was with him with them, on right? the
0: first day. Yeah, this is day 3 by the way, the Bill Cosby sexual assault trial. Um and then hit Felicia Richard his TV wife. Yeah. She was also with him. She was. Mhm. She was with him um, oh sorry, no, she's just come out publicly and standing by him. Okay. I don't think she's been to the trial, yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's an old, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, if I were in his position, if, you know, you know how there was a rumor out, Michael Jackson, when he was, you know, on trial, and they had said that he had, like, a pill or something, like, he was going to, like, pop a pill that was going to, like, take him out or something if he got convicted?
0: Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I actually just watched the Michael Jackson Neverland story on TLC. Did you watch that? I did. Oh, my God. It was so, did you like it?
1: I loved it, but the guy went into his, like, English accent a lot, right? <laughs>
0: that was the thing. He kept breaking into his English accent. But it's so... Here's the thing. But he was good. I, and I just feel like... I don't know. I always have such empathy for Michael. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. Do you think he really did molest those kids? I don't think
1: he did. I mean, I'm I just... Know. I just don't.
0: I don't either, and I feel like that's terrible for, like, the victim, but... I don't know. I don't believe it either. That that was so good. I was so addicted to that. And then I watched Whitney Houston.
1: Did you like, the see Untold Story? Did you see uh, Holly Robinson Pete played my friend Raymond Bain?
0: Yes, who was uh, Michael Jackson's his manager. manager. Yeah, they yeah. didn't portray her very well. They didn't. I know, and what if she? What she has to say about I'm that? I'm going to
1: ask her about that. Maybe we'll have her on next she week.
0: She would be so good to talk about who Michael really was. I don't know
1: that she can talk about that anymore.
0: Oh, I bet. Probably I think they have that a she signed
1: running. in or something. But I'll ask her if she wants to come on.
0: Oh, she would be amazing because that whole. So it was. It was called what? Finding Neverland, Return to Neverland, Finding, something. Um,
1: something. Ne- what is it? Neverland or, yeah, Finding Neverland. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Finding Neverland, something like that. um and it was on over the weekend on TLC, and it was just so good, like, his relationship. Wasn't it Lifetime? Or Lifetime, yeah, 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 sorry. Okay, I'm messing up this entire fucking story. <laughs> I don't want <like laughs> details, right? <laughs> but I just, I'm just so shocked, like, he was the biggest star in the world. He had no money, basically, when yeah. he died. You know, how do things go so south?
1: Well, they really tried it with those white kids on there, didn't they? <laughs> Oh. I was like, okay, so we're not even gonna pretend that these these, these are his kids, right? Okay, that's what we're doing. Now. Whose
0: kids do you think they are, though? Do you think they're really his semen?
1: They were no, they were oh. the um, the uh, dermatologist kids. No, right? Yeah, the dermatologist, what? the guy. I think
0: he didn't. With like, Debbie Rowe. I know they're Debbie Rowe's mom. Why did you them
1: kids he can... in that Lifetime movie was white? Now I'm standing behind that.
0: Wait, do you think does Blanket look white to you in real life?
1: Blanket. They all, I'm telling them, some white kids. <laughs> Paris and all of them.
0: Why didn't he use some of his sperm, though?
1: <laughs> I, he didn't want no black babies. I mean, I... I it's, Isn't that weird? I'm, telling, I'm trying to tell you. I trying to be Jackson right about this kind of shit. Joe really
0: messed them up. I really want to interview the, his former agent. She seems she seemed like, now the the, other, they portrayed her like awful. But The
1: other interesting thing is, you know how Randy crashed the gate? Okay, for the yes. people that didn't see it, they portrayed Randy as being crazy as hell. Yes. Crashed through the gate. Now, in Janet Jackson's latest video to the public, where she says that she's going through a divorce, and she's also coming back on tour, Randy is in the room. She's like, I know I've gained a little weight. He's like, you gained a lot of weight. She's like... Shut up, Brandy. Nobody talking to you.
0: You think he was there to shake her down, too? He seemed like a bully. They portrayed him to be there like shaking Michael down for money, right?
1: He rammed the gate. He wanted some money.
0: That whole... I mean, it's just the whole family. It's so sad. Gosh. I know. I, like everybody, I mean, huge fan of Michael's music, but so tortured, you know? So tortured. You can imagine how your life becomes so crazy. Mm. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. I mean, ugh. Your own family's fucked up. It was oh, such a mess. Um, do we have time for a couple more stories? Sure. How are you? How are you hanging I'm on? <laughs> how are you holding up? I think this is really, really scary, but Louisiana State is getting close to passing a new bill that will actually have consensual sexting teens facing 15 years in prison.
1: Now, that's just crazy.
0: Yeah. It's a House bill that could pass this week, and It's intended to punish child pornographers. But the way it's written, teenagers caught sexting would face at least 15 years in predicts. That's just prison. not right. I know. Isn't this nuts? That's crazy. A Louisiana representative, Mike Johnson, proposed the Protecting Against Child Exploitation Act of 2017 to criminalize the knowing consent of the visual deception. Long story short, essentially. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Oh, my God. I hope that doesn't pass. That will be terrifying. Do you sext... Um, no, I had sexed it in a long time, not since right. I was single. Okay. Do you? do. you I do a lot do. of sexting? But you're always, like, I mean, the, the hard part is we didn't even have phones, cell phones, really, in high school. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't really sext anybody. Right. So, I don't know. That's really <laughs> scary. But don't you worry <laughs> about call. your nieces? I'm so like, worried about my niece. Yeah. I'm like.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, oh God. Because I feel like oh, they'll Jesus. all
0: be trading a picture thinking it's funny. Ooh. And then, you know, you don't know what it is.
1: Well, I'm not leading by example. I take <laughs> shit. Anybody ever found my Do you know why I was tripping when my I lost my iPad?
0: Was it tons Oof. of like dick pics? You
1: not worked? really. I don't do all that. Oh. I just but I talk shit, definitely. Oh. Oh, I'm in it. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Now I'll keep that shit going all night long. <laughs> You
0: know, well, good, you should. Yeah, I'm having fun. you're a grown man. Yeah, yeah, you're just having fun with people. I mean,
1: they don't know that I'm at my house with a mask on, like cucumbers over my eyes. Like, I have the whole thing. I act like I'm, like, you know, <laughs> you all act like you're out oiled now? up. I'm like in silk pajamas, you know. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Um, anyway, I, I wanted to talk about the Bill Cosby thing, but I, I, the trial continues, and I, uh, I just, I don't know, I feel like he is going to go to jail. I feel like, I don't think he's physically going. Gonna live long enough to go right. to jail, but I think he's gonna be found guilty. Yeah, it looks.
1: Well, uh, I think at this point, maybe he. Sh- it looks like he's done some bad stuff. And he should probably pay for that, right? Oh,
0: my God. Big time. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone... That story is just unbelievable, too. Hey, do you think if you are sleeping with an older man for money to provide your son a good lifestyle, like to spoil your son, is that okay to basically have a sugar daddy and be, like, essentially a paid prostitute? If you're giving your kids a better life, is it acceptable? (sighs) Or at the end of the day, you're still just...
1: Okay, let me go inside myself. (laughs) Um, I had to walk a girlfriend through this the other day because she's got an opportunity. (laughs) Really? (laughs) With a very wealthy older man, but his eyebrows have dandruff. (laughs) They are fucking (laughs) out of control. He grows hair out of his ears. His nose hair is disastrous. Oh, God.
0: This is PTSD PTSD from when I used to date older men. Oh, God. Yeah?
1: He's got yes, all kind of know, age i have
0: like, hooked up with men 20 years older. Oh, God. Ooh. Oh.
1: Yeah, so I just walked through it. I said, CSG look, these are the in. options. You know, she's like, well, I'm not doing it unless he commits. He's going to give me, you know, such and such amount of money every month. And I'm like, look, you can't. Make that deal before you give them a little action first. Like you've got to give them the action first, and then you yeah, get into all that. You do. You got to give them a little say, something for. free. I can't wrap my head around this until you just you know agree to give me ten thousand dollars a month. First of all, it's not enough. But you know, I'm like, yeah, you need more. <laughs> ten
0: grand? You wouldn't do it for ten grand? Well,
1: well I mean, I would, but you I know.
0: think I could just get in there and scrub those eyebrows of the dandruff, right. like Ooh. just like let's shower together and then.
1: <laughs> right, right, right.
0: Like just like get
1: in there. With but the you know what? <laughs> I don't really want that anymore. I used to. Think I wanted that?
0: What showering together or somebody <laughs> to take care of
1: you? <laughs> no, like a, a rich guy. I'd rather just, I'd rather <laughs> just do what I'm doing. You know, I don't really want to do that because then you become, you know, I don't think that someone's generous. I never have thought that someone is generous if they're taking part in the shit. So, like, if you take me on vacation, well, shit, you went.
0: Well, I always <laughs> say, uh, you know, that's
1: not generous to me.
0: A girlfriend of mine had the best saying ever when it came when it comes to marrying somebody for money. And she always says when you marry somebody for money or if you're with someone for money, you work for it every single day. You really do. And you really, really do. You think it's gonna be great and it is it is not. Absolutely and not.
1: And then when they're done you know, let the chips fall where they may, and you gotta pick up the pieces and you gotta find yourself again.
0: I would tell her it's not worth it. It's nah. not even worth it, even if it's 20 grand. It's not worth it because I, that's why I have the 10 5 rule. Older men, once you're beyond 10 years, 10 years older, five years younger, once okay. you date somebody more than 10 years older than you, Except for rare exceptions, you usually don't have anything in common with them mm-hmm. because most older men—they have their own money, sure. they're set in their ways, they want to do their own thing, they want to go golf, they want to fish, they want to shoot guns or whatever—and they don't want to acclimate to your. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who are you dating? <laughs> they I mean, want to fish. They want you know shoot idea, bears. And, oh my god! Know, too
0: many white men. But anyway, <laughs> but they do—they want you to fit into their lifestyle. Yeah. So it's like. It's not worth it. Like women are way too. We have way too many things going on. We're way too like adventurous and our life changes and uh, you no, know, you're different. Different levels. You get deeper as you get older as a woman. More diverse, yeah. more independent. You can't be with a guy more than ten years sure. out. Sure, it works for a, a couple people. Like very very small. Yeah. Now. And then five years younger. Beyond that, you have nothing in common with it. I have nothing. Okay, I'm 35. I have nothing in common with a 24-year-old.
1: I'm sorry. Sure. How old
0: are you, Brian? 28. Okay, well, we have more in common.
1: <laughs> oh God. Don't sleep with the intern. <laughs> Jesus. Oh,
0: my God. Oh my God. You guys, I cannot. I cannot sleep with the intern. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Yeah, I used to. You, you slept with your interns?
1: I slept with my old assistant. <laughs> Didn't I tell you? And then I end up what? driving him down to Myrtle Beach or something the next day. I
0: hope you never saw him again. Did you fire him after that? What do you do? You could have been sued.
1: Well, he had a good time. He wasn't suing nobody.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> How'd you get out of that?
1: Well, what happened was. Oh, my God. Y'all oh wanna up. Do you want to know? Okay, let me yes, tell ta- 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 you. I'll tell you the quick could story.
0: could have been
1: sued. No, no, nobody's going to sue me. He won't never make it to court. I used to tell him that. <laughs> you can sue me if you want. You won't make it to court. <laughs> what do you mean by that? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not giving you details. Um, Oh, my God. No, but basically, I had this guy. He was my assistant. Actually, I had done this a couple times. But um, he was great. And, you know, one day he says, do you think we'll ever sleep together? And I said, well, I said, I'm not sure. I said, maybe on my birthday. So this was, like, in June. Okay. So on October 16th, which is my birthday. Okay. This is, like, two years ago. Oh I goodness. have a big birthday party at Fiola Mare in Georgetown. Oh,
0: I love that okay. place.
1: The next day, my friend is getting married in Hilton Head.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: that's gorgeous, I'm too. thinking that, and I had just got a new car. I'm thinking that Hilton Head was like 300 miles away. This shit was like 600 miles away. Oh,
0: God, hell yeah. That's like a long haul. We get trashed.
1: Okay, the night of my birthday. Um, he's supposed to drive me in my new car the next day to Hilton Head. I was going to sit in the back seat like a big old diva, okay? But I thought it was only 300 miles away, and 600 miles away. Anyway, we get trashed. We go back to my house, and he says, remember what you said last June, you know, about sleeping together? Well, it's your birthday. Do you want, do you want it? And I said, sure. I was drunk. So oh we God, fuck all night long. <laughs> so then in the morning, in the morning, I'm like, I'm in the wedding, Okay. I'm in the wedding. The wedding is not the next day, but it's the following morning. Okay. So I'm delirious the next day. I get up. It's rush hour. It's like uh. 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm trying <gasps> to get out of the city. Oh, God. I put the address in, and it says 12 fucking hours or something. Like I'm like, wait, well, hey, I thought we were going to be there in four hours. He's too hungover. I don't trust him to drive me. He's been fucking all night long. And, you know, he was dr- he was more drunk than me. Oh my so God. So I drive him almost all the way. I'll drive the assistant who needs rest because he's been servicing the boss. Do you know what I mean? I'm the driver then.
0: <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
1: that's, that's what, what you happened. Get,
0: that's like full circle. I love it. It's
1: full circle. So we get down to Hilton Head. We're, so I'm totally hungover. So that night, then the next day is the, the wedding. He We end up meeting this couple a guy and a woman. Okay, so I'm acting really jealous with this guy because the guy and the woman say that they want to have a four-way with us, and I'm like, oh no, 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 I never do that. It's my friend's wedding, how disrespectful. Those motherfuckers snuck off and had a three-way without me. (gasps) (gasps) My assistant fucked the guy and his wife. Oh my god. Okay. So
0: Your assistant sounds like, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. Oh hot. so so hot. Oh my God, I forgave him for that too. I was mad all the way home when we got home. I was like, okay, I'll forgive you. Now don't just don't don't be fucking all my friends. Now it's too much.
0: Well, <laughs> we have intern interviews tomorrow.
1: Oh, we do. Okay, yeah. that won't happen with them. Oh either.
0: God. All right. Hopefully they don't.
1: So anyway, to make a long story short, yeah. So, but I, it was weird because I'm not really a jealous, like possessive person.
0: But it kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm of... like,
1: wait, I gotta pay you, and you fuck other people. Like, we don't fuck. That like, sounds possessive. Like, what is the deal? Do you know? Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, so I don't do that anymore. So basically, stay away from this. Okay, we're staying away from the The point of my story entrance. is... Might Stay away from the interns. Look.
0: Um, all right. Join us at Wolf Trap, by the way. So Wolf Trap this Sunday. That's a wrap, right?
1: I think it's wonderful. I think it's a
0: wrap. Uh, Wolf Trap.org. Get your tickets for our pre-show party before the B-52s. Oh, fun. Are going to be so good. So much fun. 6.30 it starts. Tickets are $15. And $45 gets you a ticket to the B-52s and our pre-party cocktail I party.
1: love it. Follow us. Email us. Oh, yes, follow Sarah us. Sarah and Hey Phrase. PaulWartonstyle at Yahoo.com. <laughs> (laughs) Right? I'm Paul Ward on Instagram. Yeah, just your hate phrase on everything else. Perfect.
0: Exactly. Love you guys. I hope you had fun today.
1: Bye. Bye.